Rising, rising, rising girls. Hello, dear listener. You're listening our Rising Girls Global podcast. We are from Rising Girls Global, an initiative powered by Dior and UNESCO, created under the program Women at Dior. We would like to support younger women aged 17 to 25 to land a job in one of five sectors business and finance, creative and arts, communications and PR, international and public affairs, and tech. In these podcasts, we aspire to share inspirational stories from younger women on their journey and amazing achievements at such a young age. You can be anything. There are a lot of choices. And we are here for you. Today we are meeting 30 years old American Kate Cruz, an inspirational woman who has achieved a successful career in the tech field. Now she is based in Chicago and currently working as an associate business manager at Engtol, a leading company specialized in technology and engineering recruitment. She has obtained her bachelor's degree from Indiana University Bloomington in biology, and she has worked as a physical therapist, personal trainer, research assistant, and for more than five years she has been in the tech industry. Welcome, Kate, and thank you for being our guest in Rising Girls podcast series. Thank you so much for having me today. So let's start with the first question. Uh, what did you want to become when you were a child? Yeah, so um, I kind of was a little all over the place. You know, when I was younger, um, I played soccer, so wanted to be the next Mia Hamm. Um, so that in the States was, you know, a female soccer player or football player um, for those of you guys in Europe. Um, and then I wanted to be a veterinarian, uh, but found out that, you know, being part of a veterinarian, you had to do some of the hard stuff, um, you know, for being dogs, putting them down. And that just was not for me. Um, you know, I really love dogs and um, just wanted to take care of them, make them all better. So then I decided that, you know, probably being a doctor was more kind of the next route for me. Um, and then as I got older, you know, being an orthopedic, orthopedic pediatric surgeon was kind of up my alley. And at the end, you have studied biology at the university. Uh, what were the main reasons that led you until this decision? Yeah, um, you know, back in the States here, uh, generally when you are looking to go pre-med um, and be a doctor, you generally study um, one of a few different areas, um, and that's chemistry, biology, you know, kind of one of those um, kind of specialisms. And that's then how you kind of start your journey into, um, you know, the life sciences to become a nurse, you know, a physician assistant, a doctor, and then you go on to get, um, you know, your uh, continued education. Uh, your background is really impressive as you have successfully worked in different fields. Uh, could you tell us a bit more about working as a personal trainer? Yeah. Um, so being a personal trainer um, was something that I actually got into back at uh, the university. Um, I went and got a few certifications and actually started my time uh, being a, a spin instructor or, um, you know, stationary bikes. There's a lot of group classes 
Um, really enjoyed that. Got a lot of the college girls involved and a lot of the little older ladies um, into a class. And I taught about, you know, five to seven classes a week. It was really fun. Was able to kind of pick the music and get people really um, excited about, you know, doing fitness outside of, you know, uh, big college workload. So that was something that was really exciting for me. And then, um, you know, after um, I left college, I was able to kind of get back into that um, when I was kind of figuring things out after, um, you know, doing the infectious disease program and um, kind of between uh, recruiting. And how did you get into the tech space? Yeah, so um, after I kind of got back into personal training, um, I was actually working with another girl who um, both of us at the time were trying to kind of figure out what was next for us. And she ended up going into um, recruiting for the medical space. And I was really interested into kind of what was recruiting, um, you know, what are the different kind of opportunities in recruiting. And that's how I kind of got stumbled into the tech space. And it was really cool to see that like, you're able to staff for, you know, machine learning engineers, data scientists, you know, all these different uh, occupations within um, tech and how quickly it's evolving and all the different people you get to talk to and just the intelligent conversations you're having with them. Um, and that's how I kind of got into um, within tech was being able to um, you know, have the opportunity to recruit for it. And now you're working in the tech sector, but it is also a field that needs a lot of expertise. Uh, how did you manage to be so successful without any similar studies? Yeah, um, so I think just, you know, being able to uh, be recruiting for it, you learn a lot from the people you speak with, both on the client side and the candidates. Um, you know, you learn from the different projects they're doing, both on staffing for them and, you know, what the candidates are working on. There's a lot of different articles that are being posted, you know, daily, weekly um, that I like to follow. Um, there's also a lot of subscriptions that I, um, you know, definitely um, subscribe to. But I think, you know, needing to be a self-learner, um, you know, going out and wanting to um, be better every day is, you know, a lot of those different factors, you know, being um you know, very motivated to do well in this field, you know, play a part into that. Um, it's really easy just to come in and, you know, do your job and leave, but, you know, wanting to be interested in what the candidates are doing, you know, being interested in what your clients are doing, um, you know, it definitely makes a big difference, you know, in being successful in this position. And which are the career paths that you suggest to take in the tech sector? Yeah, so there are many hot topics right now in that, and it's, you know, constantly changing. Um, I think if you look back a few years ago, um, it might be a little bit different than it is now. But, you know, I'd say a lot of the hot topics that we're seeing right now is NLP, so like natural language processing, um, which, which is within machine learning, um, MLOps. Um, there's different low-code platforms that we're seeing, um, computer vision within orthopedic and medical devices in the robotic space has been pretty hot, um, and then just, just tech within the renewable energy space, um, such as companies specializing in climate tech, green tech, and clean tech has been a really you know booming um, industry within the past year or so. And in your opinion, what is the best way to acquire tech skills that nowadays are needed in different sectors? 
and uh, how to make them reliable to the future employee, even though they were not used before in the previous job places? Yeah, so this is a really interesting question. So um, there are many pathways to get into a career in tech. Um, and I think that really depends on, you know, what kind of uh, tech job you're looking for. You know, there's different kind of um, requirements for different positions. You know, I think that when you're in potentially more of like a computer vision or machine learning role, um, you know, they may be a little bit more harder requirements potentially than, you know, some of the uh, more development type of roles that I've seen. Um, but I think it really depends on the hiring manager and the company and where they're at, um, you know, in their growth phase. Um, so I don't really have a defined answer for them. There's no really defined formula. Um, I would say, you know, a lot of the companies are looking for people with computer science backgrounds. Um, but again, at the end of the day, they want someone who has the ability to, um, you know, code well, or, you know, some clients want you know, people who have a really good attitude, you know, who are a self-learner, you know, who are going to go above and beyond. Um, so I think, you know, the best way is to really make sure that you align with the company's mission, um, that you are a hard worker, um, you know, that you are able to, uh, you know, be someone who's going to step up when, you know, things get hard or you are um, going to kind of grow into the next role. So there's, you know, not really a set formula for that, but, you know, there's so many different companies out there right now that, you know, my best advice is to, you know, connect people on LinkedIn, connect with hiring managers, make sure that you're able to, um, you know, put out, you know, your first impression that you see on LinkedIn and they're able to, um, you know, really put out good content because, um, you know, hiring managers are looking and they're seeing that. Um, that's the best way you can kind of, um, you know, apply that way. Tech is the field that is evolving very, very fast and how technologies will impact the job market in the future. Uh, and what are the best ways to make a career change in cases when technologies are overtaking human work? Yeah, so, um, you know, I think that the human experience, um, you know, is what is really kind of evolving, sorry, the tech field is evolving very fast. And, you know, I think that the human experience is something that, you know, tech is trying to um, kind of replicate, um, but they'll never be able to really um, mimic the intricacies of the creativi creativity of, you know, what, you know, a lot of us can do. And so I think, you know, it's amazing the things we're able to, um, you know, be able to replicate now is we're able to create automation and make things 10 times quicker and make things, you know, more user friendly, um, you know, from someone who's able to code to not code. Um, but I just think that, you know, it's impacting the job market in the future um, by, you know, allowing, um, you know, emails to be written way quicker. It's allowing our work to be done, you know, in from things 10 days to now one day. Um, so it's shortening the ability to get things done. However, I think that the creativity side of things is gonna always be something that's needed in a human form because the way we think, um, that's gonna be something that's really hard to always mimic and replicate um, because we're just so creative. 
And which career advice would you give to your younger self? Yeah, so um, I would say do the uncomfortable, um, you know, get out of your comfort zone, um, you know, try something new. Those are like the biggest things that I would give myself and um, don't wait, um, you know, make the move now. Thank you very much, Kate. It was so nice to have a chat with you. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you very much for listening to Raising Girls Global podcast, hosted by me, Vilma Luisa Gertan. Today's episode was written, researched, and edited by Rania Daliani and me, Vilma Luisa Gertan. Design for the podcast was made by Elvira Manik. Rising Girls Voice by Martin Rienek. Looking forward to your company on our next episode. Rising, rising, rising girls!